Hello, welcome to the High Council. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. Today, we're going to be talking about Elon Musk, the eccentric billionaire, not really a playboy, kind of a philanthropist. (laughs) He's certainly famous, though, and certainly is, I wouldn't even call him, I wouldn't even call him, I don't know, how would you describe Elon Musk, Alex? Uh, Elon Musk, like, smart dude, uh, works hard. Um, Jeez, he really has you in his pockets, huh? Probably, (laughs) I mean, he seems cool, you know, he's that, I can't say much, you know, I don't know him, but, uh, or work for him or anything like that, but, uh, you know, I feel like where he is on the political compass is, like, concerning at times. Yeah, I feel like I'm kind of torn with Elon because I see the things that he does and, like, I see the things that he says because he seems like a pretty, like, genuine person. Like, he was, like, a nerd from what I understand. Like, he taught himself how to code in, like, the early 90s and stuff and he really just, like, took off from there and he's a literal billionaire. So, you know, you can't say too much. That's, like, the story of all the tech people, right? Yeah, quote, self-made and all that stuff. But uh, back to what I was going to say, he also, like, does questionable things. Like, remember, during this whole corona crisis, he was really just playing chicken with the California government or, like, this, uh, the local government of California where his plant is, his Tesla plant. And he basically just wanted to push production, making sure he could have as many workers as possible work there as quickly as possible, as, you know, all businesses do. And California really wanted to take precautions and make him wait and make him go through all the procedures, all of the hoops, you know. And he basically threatened, he actually literally threatened to leave, pack up and leave and work somewhere else. Like take the plant and take essentially thousands of people's jobs. And when he tweeted that, there were literal governors trying to lure him away, like court him almost into (laughs) having his new plant in their, you know, state because they will have benefits from that they will have increased tax revenue and they will have more jobs hypothetically if everything goes as planned but as you know we know nothing happened of it because elon musk won the government backed down and let him do what he wanted and their back business is booming apparently yeah government always backs down to like money big corporations because that's how they get paid that's where their funding comes from so you don't bite the hand that feeds you is the phrase i believe yeah i mean their their campaign funding sense. comes from obviously if no one votes for the candidate it doesn't matter how much salaries are tax dollars so yeah we pay for them but i'm talking about the campaigns mostly that's how yeah. you see their commercials the signs all those things yeah. But back to what we were going to talk about even. Elon Musk has some brand new technology 
ready for us to, I guess, critique. I'm not really sure what the point. Oh, I actually do know what the point was for this little live stream that he had pretty recently to show off his new technology. It was initially just to lure in a couple more investors. They're pretty set on investors, but it's always like no one's going to deny more money, of course. But mainly it was to attract more smart people, namely biologists, uh, tech engineers, of course, people that are really good in technology, and of course, doctors to try and make what this man envisions a reality, which is basically brain computers. He wants to sync human brains with essentially a mini computer that has electrons or some type of electricity that you know similar to brain activity and neurons firing to your brain and he theorizes i mean it actually can work the science works out it's just how feasible is it at this point he projects is a good word he projects that in the future, if everything goes as planned and everything's as accessible as he hopes it is, that he can essentially cure any brain-related ailment. So, for example, speech impediments would theoretically not be a thing anymore because essentially all a speech impediment is is the wiring in your brain isn't quite what it's supposed to be. And you have an uncontrollable tick that your brain fires off. But if there was something in your head, in this case a computer, that sent proper electron or electrical currents through your head saying, hey, don't do this, it would stop. And Elon has taken this a step further and projected that he could essentially cure things like deafness and blindness because essentially all of those things are is your neurons not firing properly in your brain and if they were set up correctly it's almost like he's setting up new highways for your elect for your electrical currents to pass through so they work correctly and almost like showing them the way on how to work properly he also of course plans or projects that this will help people walk again people get feeling in their hands again some really impressive things now people with all their limbs might be wondering what's in it for me and the main draw elon is trying to you know sell here is that it will essentially be a computer in your head so anything that your phone or let's say your fitbit can do a fitbit's a good example that's the example he used uh, it can tell you your heart rate, tell you what time it is, tell you the weather. It can tell you when you're getting a phone call or something like that. It can do a lot of things that we use technology for. Essentially, Elon wants to cut off the interfaces that slow us down, were his words. He claims that us using our phones, typing things into our phones, and using them that way is just archaic, and it's too slow, and technology is moving too fast for us to keep up. And if we need, and if we want to keep up, which we need to, we need to be able to integrate ourselves more 
with technology. And his response to this is a about coin-sized computer that he opens your skull up with a fancy new surgery robot that kind of looks scary, not going to lie. It has a pretty large needle, and you just put your head down. It'll create a circular hole in your head, and then it will place a coin-shaped uh, device, a computer, with a couple, you know, little uh, stretchy, like, technology. It kind of looks like tape, but it's obviously not tape. Like, stretchy technology, little bands with the, like, you know, neurons. I'm not going to look up the actual word for it, but you understand what I'm trying to describe. He attaches that into your brain, and essentially, after a couple hours, he says, once this all becomes mainstream, in a couple of years, he is projecting that, yeah, it'll be one of those surgeries where you can go in to the hospital, pay a couple thousand dollars, get it done, and go back home the same day and have that working for you. So it's certainly some big news, certainly exciting, but how far is it along? Really um, not far at all. <laughs> Honestly, Elon be capping a lot, like... Remember that fucking truck that he put out? <laughs> oh, yes. Let's talk about this. The wait, wait. No, no. Cybertruck. Let's not go to that. But what I'm saying is, like, like his fact, hubris like, is We don't even bad. have the fucking, like, human brain, like, completely mapped and, like, understood. Like, there's shit going on true. that we don't even understand. Now we're about to put fucking iPhone chips in our brain so that we can Google shit without touching our phones. Like, come on, bro. I don't know. I'm yeah, not letting you, yeah, Elon has Elon had anywhere a lot of near my fucking <laughs> Oh, yeah. It seems very dystopian almost. Like one step too far and ha you have a hacker in your brain, right? Essentially. I mean, who's to stop? If you can if you can put a chip in someone's brain and fucking help, help them walk or like help them see or some shit, that's awesome. But like so that I can what look at Facebook without holding my phone to my face. like. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Yes, it does seem I'm just not doing frivolous it ever. Yeah, I, I. I'm sure some people would. would. I'm, I'm pretty sure I would. If we're at the point where like we can upload our consciousness to computers before we die, like I probably might do that. I don't know, but there's a Black Mirror episode like that. And, like, <laughs> and it I'm fucked you definitely up. like I. If it was nice in there, I'd consider. It. But even if I was in there, like, I would want to at some point, like, probably turn it off, you know, and just, like, not exist for a while until, like... I feel like that I'm should be an option. Or some shit. Like, hey, yeah. do you want to just be off for, like, 20, 20, you know, years or, like, whatever? Or but off forever, like, not 20 years. Right. Like, no, there'd have to be a timer or else if you're off forever, you just wouldn't be able to turn back on and be, like, that's hey, what set oh, well, that's what, Yeah, I guess if you want to yeah. turn off for a few years... What I'm saying is I don't want to be trapped in a computer. I don't want my consciousness trapped in a computer forever. But I would want to go in there maybe, like, just for a bit, you know? Just for a bit. Just chill, like, in this fantasy world that's not real, like, after my death. Like, and if I could, like, still see the real world, that would be cool, too. But after a while in there, I'd probably be like, all right, it's time to go. You no, know? no, no. I feel like I'd enjoy it enough because... Forever? I mean, what's time, really? Because I would, like, to me, just personally, I always feel like I never have time, even though I know I do. I'm always just thinking, man, I wish I had more time in the day or 
oh, I should have done that, but I'm going to have to do that tomorrow because I just don't have time. Or just, yeah, I just feel like some days I just want to stay in bed for literally hours upon end, just low-key forever. And I can't because I don't have the time. But if I had my consciousness... So you're saying if you had it, you'd have infinite time? Yeah, like, that's what like, I'm... Even if you had it. infinite time, like, would you like, I could learn anything anything? I mean, obviously forever. not. If the first thing I like, think I feel of like the point is isn't, laying like, the down point forever. Like, accomplishing things or like feeling like you're getting things done is an infinite time it's just like it's drive or something it's weird. just i mean listen you I'm, gotta not, have time. I'm not my time management skills are pretty shit but <laughs> like it's just prioritizing shit and organizing and preparing that's all it is you don't need infinite time can't argue with that you, get, you gotta be able to do those things but yeah, what were you going to say about this truck, bro? I forget what, like, they I'll shot you, it, and I'll then it, like, I'll what? tell you exactly. I forget how it fucked up. So this was live during a presentation. This was Elon Musk's brand new, like, 2020 or, like, 2019. I forget exactly when it was. But it was his brand new Cybertruck. It looked terrible, in my opinion. <laughs> it looks shit. like a child drew it. it looks so but bad. the point was, Elon Musk was so confident and this truck so confident in how made in america well made it was that he took a 10 tele, a 10 kilogram metal ball like iron ball and he had it on stage telling the crowd how durable it is how tough it is how even the windows are impervious to such minor things like a 10 kilogram ball of iron and to prove it he tossed it right at the, I can only assume, is the display, <laughs> the display Tesla truck, because that glass that shattered. That was the real one, bro. <laughs> that glass that looked exactly like a spider web after. <laughs> and Elon Musk honestly looked like he malfunctioned because he's live on stage in front of people. This was in front of people, I believe. And people were just shocked and like people kind of started chuckling, but he composed himself and he, he said it was simply a fluke that he probably just threw it too hard. And he had someone else do it this nice. time. And he said, you should do it because I'm just, you know, too strong. I guess I, I just was lucky. It was a, it was a, uh, what's the, what's the name for it? It was a fluke. That's it. He thought it was a fluke. And so he has this poor intern take like a smaller ball. So they clearly had this prepared and he has him throw it at another window. And can you guess what happened to that window? You broke. It didn't break like through, but it spider webbed. I call it where it like shatters so much. You can't even see through it. Like, so like it has those wide yeah, cracks. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, so that was very embarrassing for Elon. <laughs> and he, had to, like, he had to just eat it. Yeah. It was when just I, his hubris that kept on going. He couldn't accept defeat. And it was like, you know what? I lost. Nah, but it's like, that's the, like, the one thing I probably like about Elon is that, like, he'll, like, even though he, like, if you look at his career and, like, the shit he's tried to do and, like, the shit he's failed at and, like, continued at and, like, found success at, like, he just fails and keeps trying and, like, he just, you know, does better over time because he's like 
a hard worker. Like that's that's. Oh yeah, absolutely. You can't deny that Elon works hard and that he deserves everything he's got. It's just like yeah, perseverance. You know. Yeah, he. I remember seeing an interview and he said that, uh, or the question was asked, "What would you do if you could go back in time and you know talk to your twenty-year-old self? What would you say?" And he said, quite literally, "Oh my God, there are just so many things." I should tell him not to do rather because I just failed so much. He said, you know, I could see the list now. It's just it's too long. I can't even, I wouldn't be able to <laughs> explain to him how much he would need to, you know, like avoid certain things or like change. But he said, it's important to learn to fail and then to gather that experience and then to try again or be able to. That's the yeah. kind of messed up thing I feel like about capitalism is that rich the rich have a greater ability to try things and fail financially. Like us normal people generally can't try out like a couple businesses. Like, Hey, I want to try a restaurant, maybe a hotel and maybe, I don't know, something else yeah. or just buy a company yeah, and have working a in industries. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We are the mugs who get the notice. Like, Hey, your boss is are new like yeah. they just bought the crib like you better be on your best yeah you get to really play and so you actually have capital that's yeah. yeah that's the thing about capitalism and passive income is something that i do want to talk about on the pod maybe for an episode or just like an economy episode talk about money i feel like that could be several episodes okay <laughs> i love it well that i think is going to be the pod for this episode man that was terrible and that's why you should rate it five stars we are doing this in one take ladies and gentlemen it's very impressive what we're doing here and you should rate us five stars for that and share us with your friends we're happy to have you on this journey with us and we'll hope to see you again next time